Welcome into another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, ucmiracles.com. Today is Tuesday, October 31st. Happy Halloween. Uh, the Titans were, I guess, somewhat on the practice field yesterday. They said it was an estimated walkthrough, um, which is typical for teams getting ready for Thursday night football on Monday. Um, I don't know how much to take away from any of the injury report stuff other than Chris Hubbard does have a concussion. He's in concussion protocol. I would say it is a long shot for him to play. When he went out on Sunday, they moved MPF to right tackle, put Andre Dillard back in at left tackle, went okay. Um, they will have a tougher test against the Steelers on Thursday night. Um, Steelers defensive front is better than the Falcons. And uh, just on the road, all those types of things. So, I mean, it's going to be a tougher test for the entire offense on Thursday. But you'd rather have your best guys out there. I would be surprised if Hubbard, Hubbard plays just because, especially on a short week, um, you know, it's just not – I don't know how likely it is that he's going to, to clear concussion protocol. And I saw a stat the other day about, like, the, the time frame that it's been taking players to get through. And I, and I think that some of them are getting through in less than a week. But I can't think of a time recently with the Titans where – a guy got a concussion and played the following week. Um, I, I think Vrabel has been pretty standard on it's going to take at least a week to get back from that. So, and then especially when you throw in the short week, I just I would be surprised uh, if you see him play. There's a little bit more noise in the background today. Sorry, I'm recording this as I'm creeping down 24 because it's the worst interstate in the country. Um, other than that, Roger McCreary was listed as a limited participant. Uh, you know, he got had the hamstring injury pop up last Wednesday. Did not play on Sunday. I'd be surprised if he plays. Uh, we'll see how they, you know, as we go throughout the week, if, how they list him as far as practicing and then if he, what his injury designation is going into the game. But my assumption at this point is that he will be one of the players that is ruled out when Vrabel does that press conference. I guess that would be on Wednesday this week. Um, that, that's going to be my guess on what happens there. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, the other thing that happened yesterday, Vrabel's Monday presser. Um, you know, a lot of talk about the quarterback. Um, and there was talk about booing or talking about the quarterback. We'll talk a little bit about both. Um, the the quarterback situation, obviously, Ryan Tannehill's still not healthy. Um, Jeremy Fowler reported that, you know, Levis will start Sunday, or Thursday because Tannehill's still not healthy. No, you know, real big breaking news story there. Um, Vrabel did somewhat hedge yesterday when asked if Ryan Tannehill was the starter. When he's healthy, he said, well, Ryan's not healthy right now, so we can't really answer that question. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how Levis plays on Thursday. Again, this is a, this is a much tougher test. Um, if he comes through this one, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good, unscathed, uh, then you know, I, I think at that point, even as stubborn as Vrabel can be, I think he would pretty much have to relent that, um, you know, this is, it's time to, you know, turn the keys over to Levis. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot made about whatever happened with Vrabel and Levis as there, as Levis was coming up the tunnel. Um, that was fun. Um, you know, and there was some talk of infighting in, in the organization this past week with the leak about who the starting cornerback was going to be and the variable say they were going to play both. Here's what I will just caution you to remember. Mike Vrabel has the most power right now. Okay. That, that's not been come out and said, but if you just watch how things have gone down, Mike Vrabel has the most power. 
Mike Vrabel was 100% on board with them drafting Will Levis, with them trading up to get Will Levis. Vrabel wanted Levis, okay? Like, and, and so for these people that are like, oh, he didn't really want it, what, what, nah. Vrabel wanted Levis. Now, does Vrabel want to play Levis right now? I can't answer that question. But the, the like, trying to figure out what that was about, like, come on. We don't know. We don't know what was said there. We don't know. Um, so it's dumb to try to put anything else on that. People were talking about how Vrabel didn't, you know, give Will Levis his whatever in the press conference. If you've watched Mike Vrabel for any time at all, you know that's what he does. He will never give the quarterback too much credit. He, he's always been like it the whole time he's been here. So you should not be surprised when you see him deflect a question about how well the quarterback played. That's what he does. It's not because he doesn't like Will Levis. Like, I just, it's it's mind-boggling to me that people are making that into a thing. The other thing that was a big deal was about the boos. The boos when Malik Willis came in the game on Sunday. Now, what are you booing? I, people can boo. I don't care. Like, I, I think, I, I, I don't care. Like, really, I don't. I, I've, I've booed at games before. Um, I, I just, I don't think anybody should tell anybody else how to act when it comes to that kind of stuff, right? You can have your own personal opinion, and you can go by that. But I don't. It's not my job to tell somebody they should or shouldn't boo. Um, what I would say is that if you were booing when Willis went in the game, your boos should be more directed at Vrabel than Willis, because Vrabel's the one that put Willis in the game. Vrabel said that, like, hey, I can take it. Put out a poll. He told Jim White, put out a poll, um, and, and you know we'll see who, who they're booing, whatever. And Vrabel, I mean, he doesn't care. Uh, but I, my opinion in that is that it's not it's not Malik Willis's fault. He's going into the game. Right, and did we want to see Malik Willis then? No, because one, I mean, the first time, especially when it's the first drive, you've got a rookie quarterback out there, let him get into a rhythm, okay? So there is that piece of it, but secondly, like, it just breaks up the the role, all that stuff. Anyway, so my my frustration in that moment was not with Malik Willis. I mean, they they fumble, and, and then now we're gonna get into the. I saw somebody breaking down percent on. You know, whose fault it was 70% on Brewer, 20% on Malik, 10% on Vrabel. Like, this is not, like, who cares? The fact is, he put a, new, a different quarterback in. The exchange didn't go well. I mean, it was a shotgun snap. Didn't go well. It was dumb to do that right then. That's on Mike Vrabel. So, you may not like Malik Willis. You may think that Levis should play over Willis. That, that's all fair. I agree with that. But to boo Willis going, to boo Malik Willis when he goes in the game, is a little bit dumb to me, but again, do whatever you want. I don't care. I was more frustrated with Vrabel for putting him in there, but you knew Vrabel was going to do it because Vrabel said all week he was going to do it, and he is. If he says all week he's going to do it, he's going to do it. So, anyway, I, I would imagine we see less of that as we go forward. Definitely not as early as we saw it on Sunday. Um, they may still have some sub packages for Malik Willis. Would not be surprised by that. I mean, they worked Willis in last year when Tannehill was the quarterback. So anyway, like there may be some of that stuff, and it, it, it results in a fumble pretty much every time. But whatever, whatever they want to do there, that's up to them. Fine, whatever. But um, I think we will see less of that as long as Levis continues to play, you know, reasonably well, somewhere close to where he played on Sunday. I think it'll be fine. So anyway, that's all for today. They'll have a practice today. Um, and again, just short weeks, so everything's kind of sped up. Um, today's basically a Thursday, or I think Rebel said yesterday was Thursday, so today's Friday. Anyway, um, so we'll get all that, but we won't get injury designations and all that stuff until Wednesday, game on Thursday. 
All right, that'll do it for this show today. Uh, check out MuseumMiracles.com. We'll have all the news that comes out today. Trade, trade deadline is today. I don't really expect the Titans to do anything else. There was the report from some random person on Twitter that uh, the Titans and the Ravens had a deal in place for Derrick Henry and that Amy Adams Strunk nixed it. Uh, Paul Karski said that it did not happen. Uh, so there's that. I just I think the Titans are probably done at this point. I think they saw some promise in Levis on Sunday and they just want to keep this thing together and see how that plays out. I'm good with that. Um, because, again, like, all right, just real quick on this. I get moving Kevin Byard like they did. I think that to find out if that was worth doing or not, we have to see if anything comes of those picks, right? With Derrick Henry, a guy that – and Kevin Byard been a ton of the franchise too, but Derrick Henry has been the face of this franchise for the last, what, three, four, five years. Um, you better get something worthwhile if you're going to trade him in this season. That's my opinion. Now, again, like, is it better to get something versus nothing in the – in the offseason when he just when he leaves when his contract's up i mean i understand that argument but at the same time a guy that has meant so much to your franchise and has done all the things that he's done um you know it may just be better to let him play it out from a like just relationships relationship standpoint with what um other players see how your organization acts again like I, i don't know if all that plays into it but i will say that there's a little bit of a difference in letting him leave as a free agent when his contract is up versus trading him and again like derrick henry is going to retire as a titan he's going to be in the titans you know ring of honor or whatever it is like all that stuff's gonna happen same thing street for kevin byard but um maybe it's better than to let him just play this out to use him to let him get some numbers this year than getting a fifth round pick for him i mean what are the odds a fifth round pick turns anything that really like he's going to help your franchise going forward so that's just kind of my thoughts on it but i do understand the argument too that getting something for him is better than getting nothing for him in a season where you're going nowhere so um again one of those things that i I mean i can see both sides of it but i think my personal preference would be now if they're going to get a two for him by all means but i just think you're probably talking about a, a, a day three pick at this point and so, um, you know, I think it's probably better just to let him play it out here and then go your separate ways in the offseason. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, Home Run Throwback. Just search that out where you get, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.